I was a bouncing and a laughing as we rolled down an old dirt road. Daddy looking in his rear view, hoping that we'd just hang on. Alright, what's up guys? This is episode 89 of the Always Race Day podcast. I'm Connor Ferguson here with Chris Williams, uh, substituting in this week uh, to preview Sunday's uh, NASCAR Cup Series Championship race. Uh, and before we do, I want to say thanks a ton to the Carlotta Group for uh, sponsoring us, partnering with us, uh, and being great partners in everything they do uh, and letting us uh, do this show every week. So appreciate them. Uh, give them a shout out any chance you get and uh, get down the Carl Auto Group. I don't have a good read today, Chris. This is the third episode we've done this week. That's good. Well, that means there's a lot going on. Yeah. So th- this is uh, you have to refresh me. So we've got NASCAR championship and then don't we also have the dirt track at Charlotte stuff. All yeah. Weekend. World of Outlaws, uh, okay. sprint car series races tonight, uh, well, Wednesday. So if you're listening to this, it's, you might be listening to it on Wednesday, but, uh, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday for the sprint cars. And I believe it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday for the late models. Awesome. I just, yeah, it's, it's so hard for me with my other jobs. Once football gets going to, to keep track of all this. So this will be, I, I wish Iowa state was on a bye weekend this week and could lock into that, but I'm, I'm like super amped up about the NASCAR finale. And then, yeah, it's a, it's a good time. I'm, I am not ready Connor for those like boring two months of November and December. Oh, we find races to watch. Well, at least we have that new video game too. Like yeah. That, for me, like that's kind of been, I'm, I'm, I'm rolling through my street stock you know, I'm starting to get some top tens now. Uh, the B one, uh, bomber Brent, uh, Larson, he, he's been very complimentary of me, uh, popping onto my screen. So yeah, we got the juices flowing a little bit. Every race I run on there, like they just updated it. They added uh modifieds. How are the mods? They're harder to drive than I thought they would be. So that's yeah. cool. Cause the old games, it was always the mods are easier cause you're working your way up a ladder, but I, I like the modifieds. Okay. Well, um, I, uh, no, I'm like everybody else. I've got Ross Chastain fever right now. The, I mean, Connor, I know you hate the guy. Uh, we, you, did you listen to our show from Sunday? No, I haven't had time. Oh, geez. I haven't had time, but no, uh, I, just like the amount of play nascar has gotten from that is incredible yeah i I have no qualms with ross this week it was insane (laughs) what about our guy larson what's what's his problem Uh, well we talked about that with uh david gravel uh on the other episode i didn't just reference that's in my queue too that'll probably be listened to today but tell me about it what did he say yeah well i mean he we used kind of the word buzzword a lot um just with the word embarrassing, like it comes off worse than it was. Um, and I was talking to David about it because I think David's a lot like Larson in this way where Larson's sitting there with 20 people holding microphones and phones pointed at him, like any Iowa State football player you would interview, right? Mm-hmm. And he, he asked the reporter, well, what did you think of it? And he wants to stay here and have a conversation with him in front of these 20 other people. And the reporter's like, uh, I don't know. And I'm like, dude, 
he wants to talk to you. He, he wants to sit there and have that conversation with you. He's interested in what you think. So when I watched it, when I saw the quote, uh, the caption, and I'm not saying Weaver, Matt Weaver from uh, Racing America, he didn't put it out of context or anything like that. But the word embarrassing comes across really flashy. It, it goes at you. So I, I thought he genuinely meant it like that and that was just his opinion on it and i can see where he's coming from i don't think it was embarrassing for nascar on sunday but if we have three cars try that the next time they go to martinsville it's sure as hell gonna look really stupid it's no i I get it it's that in its own right wasn't embarrassing the yeah uh, he he wanted to have the conversation i i was like damn i wish i was standing there or someone i know that would sit there and have that conversation with him you know i no, i I totally get it you you're right if if three guys are trying to do that and it, it, then it's a totally different deal, but I don't think anyone in their right mind can make a legitimate argument that that's not, that that wasn't phenomenal for the sport of racing in general. Like we, I've seen, you know, outlets like hitting on that, that never talk about racing and Ross Chastain probably went from, being a guy who got booed by a lot of people to one of the top five most popular drivers in the sport in the matter of about 10 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in terms of like where this has reached and stuff, I got an update from my buddy. Uh, and he says the great grandson of the last emperor of the empire of Austria dash Hungary uh, is tweeting about NASCAR. <laughs> So if you wanted your Royal family news, that's what it is. Well, I mean, just in my world, like my co-host for the the podcast that I do, and it's primarily a, a football podcast and my, my co-host, like he, he's the type who like makes fun of racing. Like he, he's that guy. I was waiting for him to throw a jab. <laughs> no, he was enamored by it. He thought it was like the coolest thing he'd ever seen. My favorite thing that we've seen in the last 72 hours was somebody piped in the music from like NASCAR 2005 into the in-car cam. And it was like, oh man, every guy my age, every dude my age can sit there and relate to that. That's phenomenal stuff. Yeah. And it's great. Cause it's getting that play on social media now that like people can watch it and, and start talking about it. And like, if you watched and the formula for this is you saw that on Sunday and we have another decent race. We have another race where we can create a meme from that moment. We can make fun of that moment or, or celebrate that moment. It's a championship race. So pretty slam dunk for that one. But this I, is where I used to come down hard when I used to write about racing for the Des Moines register. And it seemed like every year I did that, we'd have this incredible Indy 500 moment and then they would take like three weeks off. Yeah. Indy always did that. And then they race the next week and they have hacks like you that watch F1 and make fun of them. <laughs> no, but now like they they've switched that up. But I just remember like that. And that's the cool thing about this is that they're, I don't know. I don't know how many people I still hate that I'm with chase Elliott on this. Like I think that NASCAR should change its season up and not necessarily be competing with the NFL on, on its championship or, or hell run it. You're in your championship race on a Thursday night. Like, I don't know, figure something out. Yeah. Uh, the, the issue with it is just that they're so locked into this 36 race schedule and they're talking about a 40 schedule in a couple years. I get it. Yeah. I understand all that. It, you, you kind of have to do, I, 
I, I'm just saying it would be, I think, super beneficial for this race to not be. I mean, it's going to be ending at the time like we're like five NFL games are on. Like it, usually, you're you've got college basketball going on. You got the NBA. Go, yeah, the Reds. No, hold on. This is going to sound crazy to you. I think it will end like in the lull between like the last NFL game on and the the Sunday night game. Okay, whatever. That's uh, well. I'm saying like the last fifty laps. I think I think people that have to watch every NFL game during a Sunday are weird. I watch every college game on a Saturday for sure. That's yeah, that's fun to me. There's, I, there's one NFL team I care about. Well, that's you. You're not normal. I know, but it's just, you're not a normal sports. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I'm the same way. Like I don't sit there and watch NFL football for 12 hours on a Sunday, but there's a lot more people who do in the sports world than people like us. Pay attention to if like any NASCAR's Saturday races, especially if they're not on NBC, the terrible ratings. Same with the midweek shows. Uh, even during COVID weren't doing great ratings, you know, it's like people want that people want it on at a different time. And I completely understand it, but it's almost like that Sunday afternoon time is the only time half the audience turns on the TV all week. Um, I'm looking at the odds for Sunday at Phoenix and Chase Elliott right now is the odds on favorite plus two fifty. Christopher bell at plus three forty five. Chastain and Joey Logano are both at 425. What am I missing here? Why is Joey Logano down there with Ross Chastain? Like, shouldn't he be? I mean, he's basically had two weeks to prepare for this, knowing that he was locked in. He's really good on these types of tracks. I, I mean, shouldn't Joey Logano be the favorite? You know, I I don't know. I, I would probably tab Elliot as the favorite, but I'd have Logano a lot closer to him. Um, I also just think it's so contingent on, on what teams have learned, what they can do. Um, now take this for what it's worth. This was the uh, spring race at Martinsville, or at, sorry, at Phoenix. Um, looking for uh, Christopher Bell finished 26th. Chase Elliott finished 11th. Joey Logano finished 8th. And your guy Ross Chastain finished 2nd. So, That'd be a hell of a deal for the sport if Chastain could win this thing. Just to ride right off of that thing. That'd be a phenomenal deal for the sport if he I would win. take back everything I said about the championship format last week. <laughs> Just saying that he's a superstar right now and you gotta ride that. Like he he's I've been telling you this for months. Ross Chastain will make people watch. There's not a lot of guys like that in this sport who are that intriguing. And you don't think so? No, I I really don't. There's an 18 year old that raises on Saturdays that compared himself to Jesus last week. Oh, we're going to get to him. (laughs) Like I, I, Christopher, I know what you mean. Like he's phenomenal, right? We can all agree. He's an incredible race car driver. Christopher bell doesn't grab the attention of anybody, but okay. Even chase Elliott, like the best guy in the sport is boring is he's, he's an incredibly boring individual. On, okay, on the ground level, I agree with your take. I have from the start. My issue is, is that it, it doesn't raise ratings or do anything because one guy is a little oh, bit different. We need more guys like that. We, I think we have the guys like that. I, so I was sitting there with Josh Betts, um, just talking about that move with him. 
and watching the post-race show and Christopher Bell standing there with a microphone. They showed it to him for the first time and he was fantastic. I, you need these guys on TV in moments like that more like, Hey, we're going to talk about this after the race and, and just chill. And I don't know if that can be part of NASCAR's TV deal. I don't know what we can do about that, but I think a 35 minute post-race show after the race ends, you know, have him burn out, have him do it as quickly as possible and then have him sit there and talk to these guys and be on TV. You can take the pictures afterwards. Yeah. I, I mean, they certainly need more exposure when it comes to their personalities and maybe they don't like to me, like, and I'm a chase Elliott fan. I was a bill Elliott fan. I, my dad was, it goes back. You're talking 30, 40 years for our family. So I'll always be a fan of the nine car. That'll always be my team. Yeah, the more I watch chase do interviews, the less I like him. So I'm like, I, I, he's just so boring and they, we just need some freaking smile chase. I, I don't like, get, I don't get that out of him. I, I do. And I love him. Like he's my yeah. guy. I, I spend thousands of dollars a year on his die cast. Like I love the guy, like, but like, just do be, be funny. Like I understand. Just, I understand the ones you're watching. I just feel like I, I don't even know if I watch that much Chase Elliott content. I, I feel like I just hear his scanner audio stuff too much. And I'm like, he's not like born. He dude, he beats himself up more than Larson does. It's hilarious watching or listening to both those guys. They're just like, man, I suck today. This is, this is a disaster. It's interesting to, to me. It always is fascinating to me how it works out. I mean, I get it. I mean, I'm not crying conspiracy theory here, but that the four best odds to win the race coming up on Sunday are all the top four guys. And that's, then it, well, that's by design. That's a, that's a Vegas thing. It goes from plus four twenty five to Kyle Larson at plus 1400, which is just insane. Like hey, if you want to, if you want a smart bet, if you want a smart bet, yeah. Like, especially those guys who don't give a shit. Like, well, okay. Larson, like he doesn't care if he screws up the playoff. Thing. No, did you, did you know that the owner's points title or the owner's championship yes. pays more than the driver's championship? I did. Yeah. I, oh. I haven't about that. Here's the thing with the playoff format is it, it rewards the guys that are putting the most effort in week in and week out and are the most consistent teams week in and week out. Everyone gets to Phoenix and they go, NASCAR so fixed. Why are the top four guys in the top four spots? Okay. Especially with this car, I totally expect that on Saturday or on Sunday. And I think the top five will be the four guys in the driver's championship and the five in the, well, the five car in uh, Kyle Larson. I think the, that will be the top five at some point in the race because teams will scale back. There's no reason to spend so much money on a car when you have a lesser prize at the end. You know what I mean? Like there's, you can win Phoenix as a non-playoff car this week and that's great, but it's just like winning a regular race and you're risking putting too much money into a car, tearing up a car. It's the end of the year. You don't, you don't want more stuff to fix. You don't want more stuff to pay for. So naturally the guys still in the playoff hunt are going to have the faster cars. So you're not going to bet on Cody Ware at plus 50,000. I want to do that at Daytona. Um, Who's your pick? And then we'll move on. We'll do this Ty Gibbs thing where, uh, who do you, who do you think wins the championship? I got Chase Elliott. He's been, I hope you're right. I he's hope been you're right. too good this year, um, to make the moves to get into this spot. 
and he did it without really without winning things you know like he got talladega he has five wins this season the team's been there they've done that they've done it in the modern era modern being like the last four years that just excludes the joey logano championship see what i did there uh but no i i think as long as they can hit the setup because they missed the setup at vegas i believe and they didn't they just haven't been that good lately it feels like that but you go back and it's like okay this hasn't been an issue all season like what are we what are we looking at here so i think if as long as they can get a decent amount of a good setup in there i think elliot will get there i know you're rooting for him do you are you picking elliot no i don't think i would i just i don't know i think if you asked me who i think would finish second or or win so i said after larson got into the owners uh, locked into the owner's title. I said, just wait for Elliot and Larson to take dueling victory lane pictures when they win the drivers and owners and keep it all at Hendrick. I still kind of think that Logano maybe should be the favorite in this one. I'm going to go, I'm going to take Chastain though. I think that the one race playoff, like find a better guy for that than Ross Chastain. I mean, he'll wreck himself trying to get there. (laughs) And what about, I mean, Christopher Bell's hard to bet against too, though. He wins all these elimination races. Like he's, he's great under pressure. This is a really, t- I mean, this final four, like what more could you ask for? If you're NASCAR, you got the most popular guy, you got the hot guy, uh, you've got Logano who everybody kind of feels like's a douche. And then you've got this bit of a wild card and Christopher Bell who, you know, and you've got four different teams. Like it's really awesome the way that this thing is set up it's must see tv on sunday you calling uh ross chastain hot on the always race day podcast he's the hottest driver in in racing right now oh you meant you meant momentous okay <laughs> yeah yeah i mean he is like she's scraggly of a everybody's talking about <laughs> and i think it'd be great for the sport if he could get in the victory line so i think i think it would be i think it'd feel a little I, but, with this format that's you know they're racing for a title you're in a title game so i'm not saying i'm not saying it would be undeserved because he no, it's not you deserve it after what he's he had a great won. year uh you know with track house and i the one thing i thought about too is the the track house thing's interesting to me it's got a different feel and I think that it's maybe because their, their owners like young and cool. It's right. It's not nothing against Rick Hendrick, but did you see, did you see the rap video? They, they got like a rapper in their shop and he puts on a cowboy hat and raps about Ross Chastain, the track house team. Okay. No, I didn't see that. Uh, but the, I guess my point is track house feels like an actual team where let's say like Hendrick or Gibbs, it's like these individuals. And then they kind of like are this team. Like it, it feels like the first time maybe in my NASCAR fandom where, you know, like in F1, it's like, no, I'm a Red Bull guy or I'm a Ferrari guy. I feel like you could say I'm a track house guy. Yeah. Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? Like it just feels different to me and I don't, I don't know exactly what they're doing, but I do feel like it's by design. No, it just feels like they're, they're working together as a team. And like, we've seen so many years in F1 where those teammates would be fighting with each other, you know? Yeah. That's that stuff. That's, that's, that's been going on in F1 for 50 years where the second guy's always pissed off and yeah. 
Yeah, it's that's it's just a weird dynamic. Cause like, I I would say I I would be pretty happy with anybody but Logano on Sunday. I I would be thrilled with Christopher Bell. I'm a dirt guy, you know, to see him in victory lane. Chastain would be phenomenal, and of course Chase is my guy. So just keep uh, Logano out of there. That's all I that's all I got to say. Yeah, I think my second pick, and that would be Christopher Bell. I think people overlook him a lot. He's won the Chili Bowl three times. That race is really difficult to win, um, and I feel like people people give Larson more credit for winning it twice than they give Christopher Bell for winning it three times. So it's kind of odd. Um, and he hasn't beat Larson in a couple of years. Think but. about it though, like this man. Like if if Christopher Bell would get a Cup championship and you start to compare their actual resumes. I mean, I know Kyle's won more races, but like with championships and stuff, Bell's right there. Yeah. If Bell wins a championship to the Chili Bowl uh, promoter, will come out and be like, well, we've put uh, two different champions into NASCAR cup series spots. So you guys don't need more than 10 grand. That guy. Uh, let's talk about this, uh, this Ty Gibbs deal. <laughs> I mean, what just is Ty Gibbs really this, like, I, I don't watch a lot of Xfinity once we get into football season, like, Xfinity for me, it, Xfinity for me basically gets turned off once once football starts because I only have so many hours in a in a week. Well, you're lucky. Next year we'll have Landon Castle to keep forward. He didn't make the playoffs this year. I blame it on the crew chief. But is is Ty Gibbs really this big of a douchebag, or does he just like to play it? No, he's like the prodigal son. <laughs> Come on, Chris, that's our guy. He's, he's very repulsive. Like, is a fan. Like, I don't know. I'm not saying like him personally, but like, if you're just a casual fan and you watch that on Saturday and I actually did go back. Cause I was, you, I mean, you started drunk texting me about him and like, <laughs> like, Oh, I, I better, I better check this out. And like, I mean, it was, it was a very repulsive thing that he did on on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, and he, he did it on a serious XM thing and the clip goes viral on Twitter. The and, Jesus thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah it, like, it's horrible. I'm just like, what, what are you saying? Like, I think the quote was like, Jesus was hated at the beginning too. So, you know, we're right there. I mean, like, I mean at what point does grandpa Joe pull him over and be like, God, like you're going to be done. Really you've done it before. And yeah, he, his, you know, his they, kid's just out of control. Yeah. So uh, Jordan, so we're going to give him a cup ride at 18. He's fast. Yeah. You know, say what you will about him. He's fast. I will say this though, that he's going to have a hell of a time, like moves like that on Saturday or that makes it really hard to earn a lot of respect in that garage though. When people yeah, say, I, I agree. And it reminds me of a guy who drives the number one car in the cup series right now and how he acted back in the day. He just didn't come. He just didn't have the really bad sound bites. He had bad no, sound bites, but not but here's terrible. the difference between Chastain and Gibbs. And it's massive when it comes to just being a fan Chastain, like literally was just like a normal guy who somehow got there. He's a, you know, we all know the watermelon farmer thing. Gibbs is a silver spoon piece of trash in the eyes of NASCAR fans. That's the difference. I agree. Wait, Chastain was a watermelon farmer. <laughs> yeah. You haven't heard that. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's the difference. Yeah. No, and, and Chastain was never just like a dick about it. Like he was never like arrogant. Like I don't, I see how he's aggressive. You know, he's unpolished. There's a lot of things about Chastain, but he's not arrogant. I feel like you pick and choose the post race quotes you watch based on if you're going to like what Raj Chastain says. Hey, I'm, he's my, if you he's know, my, you're not, if you know, you're going to see one that's arrogant, you're going to be like, I'm not going to watch that one. He's my third favorite driver. So back off. He had, he had more good ones than bad ones. 
post-race quotes. He's right there with Tyler Reddick. Uh, He's in my tier two. So, yeah, when Ty Gibbs goes up next year, it is – Jordan Bianchi from The Athletic had a great take on their uh, on the Teardown podcast, and he said that Ty Gibbs should just go full heel and just be the guy that everyone hates. I I guess, but man, like that's just he's long. already there. No, you're right, but I like will he win next year? I guess he could if you look at how many people won this year. I what mean, I want, Chris, is you think he'd be in victory lane? What I want is if Monster doesn't have any races locked down, I want someone to pay to put like a big face on the hood, and like one side is Jesus and the other side is Ty Gibbs. Isn't it difficult for like at some point in racing? it's just fascinating to me like how for how long people have hated kyle bush right but people like uh, but then like but they turn around they turn around on them because they see yeah. the talent at some point right like like is is ty gibbs because here's my point like it's a sponsorship based sport like if everybody hates you it seems counterproductive to me but i don't know but like kyle bush would like everybody booed him, but he would win. Now maybe Ty Gibbs will win. I, I don't know. It's very possible. I don't, I don't, I don't think he's like a bad talent or anything. It just, he's only, he hasn't really done anything. Yeah. When Kyle Bush took out Chase Elliott at Darlington, did you flush your M&Ms down the toilet? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I, mean, I, I did. I, I guess we're different fans, Chris. Apparently. <laughs> I just like this. I'm kid. saying, I'm saying what I'm trying to say is no one, no one's going to go after the sponsor. Now, just, if anything, they're going to remember it more in everybody. So like, I mean, if everybody despises this guy and think he's a silver spoon piece of trash, like it's just tough to give $5 million to that guy. But that, what, what do I know? I don't well, that's know. All, it's all through the team. He comes across is so douchey is yeah. the problem. No, I, I'm completely in agreement with you, but it's I, monsters like just with Joe Gibbs. Yeah, so I, I, get like, I, I get it. I get it. You know, all right. So, um, okay. We got that. And then finally the, so what's the scenario for the dumb racing fan out there? Uh, who's not locked in what are, I mean, heading into Charlotte this weekend, what's the scenario? Okay. So David gravel is 16 points back of Brad sweet. David gravel was just on the podcast. So go and check that out, please. Yes. Um, 16 points back. So every spot's two positions or every spot is two points. I'm sorry. I'm already getting people confused. If you win the race, you get 150 points. If you get second, you get 146. So there's your two extra points kind of technically. If you win third is 144. So say David gravel goes and sweeps the weekend and wins all three and Brad sweet finishes second in all three races. That'd be 12 points and gravel would be four points short. So the sweet just needs to finish in the top five, like just be consistent. Gravel's out raced them the last six races. Um, and gravel has won in five of the last six years at Charlotte in two chances each season. And one year he swept it. It's very good there. So this is great for the, for the sprints. I mean, it's, Oh yeah. It's um, awesome. And I let the old fans get in my head. Uh, I let them think, let them make me think that the, uh, points were too far out of reach for gravel to get back to. And they're absolutely not. So Going into it, I'm excited. Can we watch the finals on Saturday at URV? Yeah, we could probably do that. Sweet. I think we could do that. As long as it's not pouring. If it's pouring, I may not have. Is there is there the water word? 
the R word? Is that in the forecast on Saturday? 98% chance. So oh, great. We'll just, we'll just wait and see what that looks like. I'll get Ryan Workman. He owes me. I'll get him to he'll keep the press box open until 10, 10 PM. Then the, uh, the late models, I mean, Dennis are, is winning the championship. He's already won. Uh, and I'm pretty sure the big block guy has won that. So, but the late models will put on a good show though. Cause everybody will be there. So yeah. Still watching. Yeah. And then if you end up watching the big blocks, uh, I believe Stuart Friesen might come down there for a race. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I know they got a truck race. Damon was trying. Yeah. Damon was trying to get him to skip the truck race because he's out of the playoffs. Uh, but Stuart's been on our show before. He's a fantastic person and, uh, he's awesome to cheer for a great guy. He's one of my, if you were to say, Hey Williams, give me a top 10 power ratings of favorite race car drivers in general, Stuart Friesen would be on there. I don't know where, but he would be on there. Huge yeah. fan of the guy. I I've got to curate my list with people who have been on the podcast. So that's fair. That's that. It's kind of how I go with football coaches too. It's like how, like who have I worked with in the past and like, were they cool or were they a douchebag or anything like, I mean, Ty Gibbs, like we gotta, the, this kid, like he just, I'm telling you the difference. It's the same thing as Austin D- Dillon. Like do not compare Austin. Austin Dillon never compared himself to Jesus here. No, hear me out. I'm not comparing those two like it's cause Ty Gibbs is considered- you're talking about the silver spoon thing that the same. I'm case you, yeah. Yeah. Like NASCAR fans are never going to like that guy because of that. That's Chase Elliott is the most popular driver. Oh, you're talking about specific. Okay. But like, Chase I'm trying to get you had, not- like, it, right. Like it's it, now chase was given a lot as well. We all know that, but his old man is the most popular driver in the history of the sport. So he's going to inherit all and he doesn't run his mouth and he's, he's not a, he's not a douche. Like Austin Dillon had never had a chance because of grandpa, like in these, I, and a part of me feels sorry for him because it's not their fault that they were born like into this, but I don't know. Like he's just such a dork. Type of, that's the problem. Like, who wants to go have a beer with him when he turns 21? I don't. <laughs> that's fair i you know what honestly i i kind of would like to have a couple of beers with him and pick his brain on what's going on up there <laughs> he'll mature like he'll come around like there's never been an 18 year old boy where you're like oh man he's got his shit together i've never met one i always say that like man it takes to be about 30 so you can fully like like for your mid brain to mature. That's how it was for me. And every you're you're not there yet, buddy. Kidding. I got six more years now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got to run, but this was, this was fun. I, I think it'll be a great weekend. I'm I, again, like, I don't think NASCAR could have drawn it up any better, man. Uh, most popular driver, one of the best wheelmen in, in all of racing and bell Chastain with what happened last week. And I mean, I'm a little indifferent on Logano, maybe swap Hamlin out for him, but they're both hateable, you know, and then they both have fans. So it's like, I think this is perfect. Let's go. Yeah. We got to do more of this. Cause I gotta, I gotta polish up your takes. That's fine. Let's go. All right. All right, uh, brother. Appreciate y'all listening. Enjoy the weekend. Uh, hey, who you got in the outlaws? I'm taking gravel. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I'll root. I'll be rooting for gravel over sweet. So, 
I'll take him as well. Let's go. All right. Well, all the Napa fans that cheer for Sweet because of Chase. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't dislike Brad Sweet. I just I want the drama and I I want to see the guy come from behind. So let's go with David Gravel and he came on the podcast. So let's go with him. Cool. Thanks, guys. Appreciate all listening. Uh, and thanks again to the Carl Auto Group.